0: Sarah's my mother, Kyle. And you're my father.
1: Uh, uh, Why why wouldn't you say something? I couldn't. Not without the risk of changing everything.
2: You're my son? You... Our son?
1: I'm glad you finally know. I have waited my whole life to tell you us to be together, and now we can win this.
0: Uh. I know. Pops,
2: no, it's okay, he's with me.
1: <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? John. Pops. John. One,
2: three, 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 three.
1: John. Why did you do that?
2: Because he's a killer.
0: me to talk? Hello and welcome to episode 166 of Do You Expect Us To Talk? I'm your host Becca and as always joined by my fellow co-hosts Chris, Dave and Charlie of Movie Drone. How are you all?
1: Good evening folks.
2: Oh, good evening. Uh, And actually, I feel kind of bad uh, after all those uh, times when uh, Becca's always quoted Arnie as saying nice to see you. He actually said it twice in this film.
0: Nice to see
2: you. (laughs) He actually said it in exactly that same way as well. He did. I love that. So, apologies, Becca, for mocking you for for saying that. He's never said that. No,
1: he actually has said it in this film. When you said you felt bad, I immediately thought you meant... (laughs) <laughs> um, bad to the bone yeah which is uh, yeah no so that's not what you meant uh, he did say nice to see you but he didn't say ice to see you no
0: he said nice to see you like that
1: yeah <laughs> and he said it twice as well surprisingly
2: well I was it's, sure. almost, it's almost like he rubbed it in it's like <laughs> see back it say it <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna ram that point home
2: so yes good evening everyone I've
0: got I've got connected to fun facts coming up later on.
1: Charlie, would you like to say good evening? I don't know if you did. Good evening. Hello. No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't
3: Sorry know. about that. That's okay.
1: Well, you introduced him. You know. You you rolled it up the flagpole, he didn't salute it.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chris was too busy saluting his flagpole.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He was feeling bad.
0: That's like an automatic 18 <laughs> rating right there. Not safe for work, kids. Sorry.
1: Why? It's only a, It's it's only potentially a euphemism. <laughs> and, and we don't even know what for. Yeah,
0: there I was we
3: talking are. Talking like about verbal ranking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there what? we are. There's your 18.
1: What? Kevin Spacey? Is
3: it a, oh,
0: a, ranking,
3: right.
1: You want, do you want an 18 rating, do you? No, not
0: particularly. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's only got a 15, or was it a 12A?
1: This film, I think this film was a 12A in the UK, but then I wouldn't know because I haven't got kids, so i never like look, <laughs> I haven't got a clue
3: I don't, no. but
0: i still pay attention ne- Netflix, said it,
3: Netflix said it was a 12
1: Right, okay
0: Oh yeah, no, because it was Emilia Clarke's first PG-13 film
1: Why, because she's normally like really hardcore
0: Yes
3: Being
1: Being only in Game of Thrones yeah, well, that's just TV. Mother
2: that's of
3: dragons, different. no. I don't and only you, considering there, there is a bit in this film where they act, where they have to get naked for plot points. Yeah, you don't actually see her <laughs> naked. You don't.
1: It's a tasteful. It's Shadow, it's tasteful. Yeah,
0: it's, it's done tastefully.
1: Yes, and, and, per, and, 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 <laughs> per, and pertly. <laughs> <what you've done. laughs>
0: well, I've I read the books, but I've only seen like the first series of the TV show. I, apart from that, I didn't watch it. So yeah, but but like, if you've I, seen I, the first
1: I, series, I, you've still right, seen her I, naked. I've seen it all. I've seen it.
3: I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure she
1: got everything out in the first episode. All the mm. She did actually, but the last episode as well. She she bookended the series with spoiler her. alert.
3: <laughs> the first thing the start, you get
0: the
1: is a bookend of Clark boobs.
0: <laughs> a Bookend Every of
1: Clark, it. not Jason Clark. No relation. No relation. Well, he's probably got relations, but they're not related to each other.
0: No, they're not related to each other. No, no relation to each other. Yeah. Related to their families?
3: Apparently she turned down the lead role in 50 shades of grey because
1: of the nudity required. Oh she did apparently apparently after that first <laughs> series she or something. She's starting out she, with her career at that she, time, was, she, she was sparing with it. She was very I un-sparing. know I know
3: they started using body doubles at some point. Mm. I think.
1: Alright. I could I'm, just, I'm just thinking what a dishonest wank that would have been. <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> Uh, I, to be fair, I've not watched Game of Thrones since about series three, maybe four. I started getting bored with it. Which per- speaks to the fact I'm more of a world building person than anything else. Once they sort of assembled the world and set the sort of chessboard, I was like, brilliant. And then I wasn't bothered. <laughs> um, I don't care. want to see I thought, the game I, being I played thought, out? I, I don't really care who's on the throne at the end of this, if I'm honest.
0: Sean Bean survives it all.
1: Makes it for a change. I now know who did end up on the throne, and I was like, "Well, what an underwhelming load of old bollocks that would have been after seven." Oh.
0: <laughs> Skip to the end. Oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, uh, what are we covering tonight, Becca?
0: Yes. So tonight we are reviewing Terminator Spelling Mistake, aka Terminator Genesis, which contains no colon.
2: Or oh, Genesis.
0: Genesis. It was I spelled it earlier. Genesis. <laughs>
1: So I was oh, like, how do I spell his name? No, it's misspelling that. It's it's N I.
0: Yeah, because S- yeah. it's it's obviously it's the name of the company. Yeah. So you think his son would have learnt, but no. Um Yeah, sorry, E so sorry can't pronounce his name. Arnie, Amelia Clark, Courtney Bevance, Jason Clark, no relation. Die Courtney. JK Simmons and Matt Smith, my favourite doctor. Well, apart from David Tennant. Um score by Lauren Balf. Script by Later Carlo Greenies and Patrick lissier directed by Alan Taylor. We've met him before
1: in this series. Yeah. Um, and it was 2015. <laughs> that went well. Um mm. yes. also uh, fun
0: facts about him coming up at the end of the show.
1: I like the diverse spread of your favourite doctors. <laughs> one and the next one.
0: One and the next one.
1: Yeah. And then the current one. So, so.
0: Followed
1: by just all the classic the ones. ones. you weren't fond of, and that's
0: it. <laughs> okay. Well no, Christopher Eccleston. He was he was in the role for a very short time, um, but no, he did a good job. But. Yeah, so I feel like Matt Smith, um, David Tennant is like my doctor, and then yeah, Matt Smith was also quite good coming out of relative
2: obscurity. I didn't, I didn't realise David Tennant actually had like a, a doctor shift. I didn't know he actually was medically
1: trained to be a doctor. Yeah, she, he was medically <laughs> no, they
3: just her.
2: yeah. <laughs> is it, is he and your local you GP backer?
1: Like, like, <laughs> <and
0: shit. laughs> yeah, he's actually my GP. Oh dear.
1: <laughs> did you actually book examinations, or did he just turn up to do them anyway? <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, them. his
1: his waiting list must be fucking forever, really? like. <laughs> Given all the acting gigs he has to do. Yeah. And, a, <laughs> all the and, a, and all the different time periods and
0: planets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can see you four years ago. Uh,
0: <laughs> I saw you seventy years ago. Oh.
1: <laughs> That's he's hardly in this to be fair.
0: No, oh, he's in it for like I think it was like twenty no, ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes.
1: But he still that... managed to get he still managed to get in all the promotional materials <laughs> with those shit pictures. Do you oh, god. Mm, but didn't they were look all great. screaming just off camera? Yeah. In a, in a in car park down? somewhere over a shoulder. Yeah, it looks like a car park or an airfield or something. Yeah. It, it's really lazy. My shots
0: weren't
1: great. Who thought of that? You know. But there you go. It was like quick. We need something like
0: yeah, quick to shove it in there.
1: Well, talking to Alan Taylor, this is a guy who sort of star collapsed really fast because he got stuff off the basis of like TV. So, going back a bit, he did several episodes of stuff like The Sopranos. He was an HBO go- guy, basically, because mm. he did Sex and the City as well. But The Sopranos he did. He did some Mad Men. And then, of course, um, he comes along and does a lot of Game of Thrones. and or, or a handful of episodes of Game of Thrones, but some of the bigger ones. Some of the big sort of spectacle ones. Mm. And, of course, that sort of um, made his name. And talking of The Sopranos, he's he's making the... The sort of prequel film now, The Many Saints of Newark, which is starring uh, Gandolfini's son as like a younger version of him. Um, So, of course, he he is, you know, he was doing really well and a new series would come along and he'd do the odd one like Boardwalk Empire he did, the Playboy Club, which didn't last very long, but I remember he did an early one of that. And then he gets Thor The Dark World, Marvel Come Calling. He fits Marvel's profile because... Marvel want people on the crest of stardom, not actual massive stars because they're a little bit cheaper, certainly in this era of Marvel when they weren't spending quite as much money. And, of course, these two back-to-back projects, Thor The Dark World, commonly thought of as one of the worst, if not the worst, Marvel Cinematic Universe film, and then this, which is commonly thought of as one of the worst, if not the worst, Terminator films. And uh, he's he he hasn't touched a big-screen film since.
2: No, you think he's probably sort of... Going back to TV, then just sort of.
1: Yeah, well, he did. uh, I I am looking for help here. He did do an episode of Game of Thrones after this. Then he did a pilot for a TV show, which and and an episode of another TV show, Uh, and then the last two things that are showing: one's pre-production, one's post-production. The Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos film, basically, and the Swarm, a TV series. All I can picture is the Michael Caine film. Then, (laughs) have you ever seen the Swarm?
3: (laughs) Yeah,
1: with the, with the uh, bees. With bees. It's fucking hilarious, but it's not meant to be. <laughs> the Swarm. Yeah, it's worth seeing The Swarm. I'm just going to see if it's about the same thing. I wonder if it's like a TV series remake of it. Okay. <laughs> no, ecological thriller about the delicate interconnectedness between mankind and Earth. Right.
3: So, be about
1: bees, be about so ch- about bees, bees. then. That's, that doesn't sound like killer bees to me. In the mouths shoot bees at you. So, oh, yeah. No. So, yeah, at the point where he was doing all this, he was still kind of in his 40s. Do you know what I mean? He's in his 50s now. And it was like, I don't know, it feels like a little bit of um, oh. his um, dalliance with uh, with Hollywood is probably over now. But we'll see. Depends what he makes from go. You know, going forward. People do get multiple chances sometimes. But mm. to, when the Marvel Cinematic Universe at the time of recording is 23 films and you are tendi- tending to be ranked 23rd out of those, not even you did one of the middling ones or one of the weaker ones, you are you did what people consider the worst whether it is or not is obviously a matter of opinion but I'm just talking about where general opinion is, it's certainly in the bottom three for a lot of people and then you go and do this, it's quite difficult to come back from that I'd imagine
2: Yeah, do you think it's honestly like his fault? Like, you know, do you think he's actually a bad director or just made poor decisions, like poor choices to go go for? It's been a long time.
1: Since, I don't know. It's been a long time since I watched the Dark World, uh, so I don't remember how whether I thought that was well or badly directed in my uneducated um, I don't, opinion.
3: No, I, I think Game of Thrones has shown that he's not a bad director. Yeah. Um, certainly, stuff he's done. I, I think what as well is with both of these films, especially with first Mar- with Marvel. And then here, where you've got um, Anna Perna with Megan Ellison and her brother David, who owns Skydance, mm. there there must be a lot of micromanaging there as well. Yeah. Um, we yeah. we've we've heard of the past, we've we've seen Marvel, and how it takes people who have supposedly strong
1: visions. personal individual
3: yeah. styles, visions,
1: and then beat it out of them. Yeah. Or uh, get rid of them. I mean, because uh, Thor: The Dark World was meant to be a Patty Jenkins project. Well, yeah, like mm. Edgar Wright and uh, Ant-Man I dropped. Uh, Edgar yeah, Wright, Ant-Man. There I are others. Right? Like, I can't always remember them. Actually, they do. They do slip my mind. But there's been a few. Like, <coughs> Excuse me. They're the two I can remember. Um, and funnily enough, there are a lot of things in the end result of Ant-Man that people look at and say, "Oh, that—that's got to be Edgar Wright." And and I'm actually reading a lot of it wasn't. The Louis-like yeah. Talking Head stuff is is not an Edgar Wright thing, which amazes me. It's actually a Peyton Reed thing. Um, I don't know if we knew that when we recorded the Ant Man episode, but you know, you can't unfortunately read or learn everything. I don't know on this film. I certainly didn't watch it with an an idea that it was sloppy or incompetent in terms of shot making or anything like that. I didn't think any of it was wildly standout in shot making either. Um, I don't remember seeing anything in the film where I thought, oh, that's impressive, or I really like that shot, or that looks good.
3: Um, It's product.
1: But it's product and it's okay in terms of the way it's made. The the problems with this seem to lie more at a script level. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: Well, two things, really. It's a script level. But it's also where we are in a series that has outlived its natural lifespan. Yeah. I'm just looking up the writers now to see what they've done. Funnily enough, one of them, uh, Galaita G- Calagridis, she wrote uh, Alita Battle Angel as well. So she's obviously sort of from the Cameron, sort of stable. Uh, Shutter Island, which wasn't at all bad, and then quite a lot of TV. Patrick Lucia, the other guy, wrote... Horror stuff. I know that name yeah let me have a look he wrote uh three dracula film oh no a Dra he wrote dracula 2001 or dracula 2000 i think if you're in the united states well maybe it was 2001 there because i am on imdb uh two video games based on it drive angry the Nicolas cage film oh no um <clears throat> not one of the better Nic- Cause Nicolas cage occasionally does a really great film that wasn't one of them um Terminator Genesis, and then the last thing after that is a f- is something called Trick, which does look like a horror film. Yeah, yeah,
3: because he was Wes Craven's editor.
1: Yes, yeah, so I notice he's got more editing mm. uh, credits than anything else. And you've got, yeah, you're absolutely right. You've got Scream, Scream Two. Yeah, you've got three of the Scream films, the first three: Red Eye, which obviously is a Wes Craven film as well. Cursed,
3: um, and Nightmare uh, in not- Brooklyn
1: yeah new nightmare uh and the highlander tv series we'll have to do the highlander films one day just for the fucking rant highlander 2 will give us (laughs) uh i thought i I was impressed then for a minute until i realized i'd misread it it's not magnum pi it's mom pi so yeah they're they're writers with he's got the week of writing um credits but there's nothing really really like breakingly awful in any of that to be honest with you and to be fair it's collaborative isn't it you don't know who ends up doing what yeah
3: to really. be honest when, when you just I mean I'm looking at my, at the minute on the sidebar on Wikipedia yeah. and
1: when
3: when you look down I mean yeah you've got the two writers and then you've got kind of Jai Courtney <laughs> and then <laughs> Lorne Balfe and then it's kind of yeah it's, it seems very much kind of without being rude. There's not top tier talent here.
1: No, there isn't. <coughs> no, there Even isn't. Arnie. Well Arnie, Arnie at at is In 2015? <laughs> I mean you'd still have to pay him a fair bit, don't get me wrong, but if you pay him you'll turn up. Old, not obsolete.
0: Which he says many times.
1: Yeah, and really overemphasizes it like there's a old not not a five minute pause
0: yeah it's,
1: like 10 minute it's pause a bit, it's a little not bit absolute. like i remember about 20 odd years ago when my grandmother was still alive she left me a, she left me a voicemail like an answer phone message mm. and she clearly never used an answer phone message before and it was like that hello it's man right <laughs> that's how he delivers it <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah the writers are both honours producer uh, executive producers which is a meaningless term in, in if you're not george lucas the two producers are Dana Goldberg and David Ellison. Yeah. So cinematographer. Do you, when we talk about filmmaking, I always need to go and look at the cinematographer as well because they have so much to do with how shot. I think one of the things we've always said is cinematography is always confused with pretty, and it yeah. is actually about effectiveness of shot making as well. Yeah. Um, and camera movements. As well. Yeah. Cramer Morgenthau, yeah, lens house choices, all that sort of it. thing. Uh, he did Creed two. Uh, Terminator Genesis. He did Chef, which I love. That John Favreau film. That's
0: such a good film, but don't for uh-huh. heaven's sake, like, don't watch it when you're hungry, seriously. It'll just make you eat all the food.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's really good though. makes you have so much passion. But again,
1: for life. lots and lots of TV and stuff like that and T V films and so on. Nothing wrong with any of that. But like we're not looking I'm not flipping over to it and he's directed this Michael Bay film and that Roland Emmerich film. You know what I mean? He hasn't done anything massive. So yeah, I think um do we know what the budget for this film is? Yeah. No, it's, a, um, it's a range. It's given not one of my fun facts, unfortunately. 155 to 158. This is the lowest budget since the second one. So of the three sequels preceding Dark Fate, this is the lowest budget. So, yeah. yeah.
3: Interesting. It does have Michael Bay's editor, Roger Barton.
1: Right. Um,
3: okay. Yeah, because he... Uh, at least did everything up to the last trans to the the last transformers Michael Pay did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's, he's still doing it as well.
1: The H Speed Racer.
3: Yeah, he also did Revenge of the, the Sith, Sith. Sith as well.
1: Yeah. Harbour, yeah. Okay. Gone in sixty seconds, World War Z. Okay.
3: Titanic, Associate Editor.
1: Associate yeah. Editor. Co editor, junior editor at that stage, probably. Right, well, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah all right so uh opening thoughts folks charlie do you want to go first on the basis that i saw you tweet today and i've saw several of your tweets and i agreed with quite a few of them and i thought if i go first i'll end up just stealing them all
3: so can you, <laughs> yeah can you? okay um yeah this, today was literally the first time i had ever seen the film and i was not looking forward to it at all um but um to be honest i mean i it's kind of like the thing we were talking about earlier when you were talking about Michael connor and View to a Kill where it's not necessarily that good a film. It's not a good film but and you can see the massive kind of kind of issues and flaws it has. But it's a film that kind of I can kind of enjoy for different reasons. I mean you can you can enjoy it because it is very, very ridiculous and it's tonally confused. Um, and so it it does remind me sometimes as a kind of like a Bond film because it is this weird weird tonal shifts that that don't work. Um, the acting isn't isn't particularly good, not just straight because of acting, but also because you've got several um, actors that are trying to follow on from previous actors. The, like Linda Hamilton, like Michael Bean, that have already been the, the kind of the cornerstones of the original film. So you've got that, and you've got the, their choices of whether to mimic or whether to just go with it, or be like nothing with it. And I, I think the worst thing—I think the worst thing about the film, apart from the um, the, the the slack the slack writing—is the casting. I think it's quite severely miscast. Um, and uh, I, th- I think, kind of, Emilia Clark, I think she she does the best with what she's got. And she's, got, she's given some severely terrible lines. Like, again, this bloody serious, and this propensity for repeating lines.
2: Like, come with me if you want to live, kind
1: of like. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's,
3: that's well, she says, come with me if you want to live. And then she says, now, soldier, again, it's like. Saint on yeah. your
1: feet, soldier. Like, Exa- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Feet
3: soldier. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, because these, this was revealed in the trailer as this, as a big, completely kind of shock thing. Um, so you've already seen it previously, so you know it's coming, and it seems still manages to see works. Mm. Um, but um, I mean, I liked her. As, I thought she. I thought she kind of she felt more suitable as the film kind of went on. But Courtney just is a blank slate, and it remains that way. And is almost more Terminator like than any of the other Terminators. Um, and there's nothing in him absolutely that conjures any idea of not just Michael Bean, but Carl as a character that we know him. And Jason Clark um is uh, he just I don't know if it's I don't know if I want to say he's not got the right face, but you look at him and he's
1: not John Connor. Um, he's, he's not someone. He's a middle manager at a firm of accountants.
3: Yeah, he looks someone that you know um, is going to turn out to be the villain. Hmm. He's, he's, he's got, got a sort of that,
0: look to him, hasn't he? He's got
3: that kind of face and and demeanour. They And, like and again, himself. because this was bloody revealed in the trailer again, wasn't it? He
0: could it? be a Bond villain, as you say.
3: Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. And I, I think the, the the person that uh kind of gets the, with the best of it is arnie probably despite giving being given all the kind of cheesy jokes and stuff but he manages to to pull it off in, in a way that i didn't think he did in um dark Fate um and again this, this film because this one and i'll be honest i'll put my hand up i like dark, i like for the dark world as well but it has the similar kind of thing that characterizes a lot of the dark world Again, weird tonal shifts, but also um, kind of there's a lot of cheesy lines and interplay and humor and stuff like that. And while a lot of it kind of falls flat, there is some of it that kind of works. And it doesn't, because of that, it doesn't feel as kind of as poe faced as a lot of the Terminator films have tried to uh, have tried to, well, have come across as. Or And it doesn't feel as ridiculous as the stupid glasses. Or things in, um, or talk to the hand in Terminator 3. And um, it's quite, and it, I guess the, the central idea feels quite good because it kind of feels good to kind of be kept on your toes a bit and not just do the same thing over and over. Um, although it does that as well. <laughs> so it tries to have its cake and eat it. But I think out of any of it, it just, yeah, it still has a bit of heart to it where it still tries to have heart to it. And there's little things like the, the J.K. Simmons role I thought was quite fun. And it just, just little bits where it kind of it feels just like there's something there behind it. And it, it's like, like when you watch Salvation and that's just kind of, there's nothing there at all. Every, there's no kind of heart or soul behind it. There's nothing there. And I think for all the flaws that this film has, there's still something behind that. Which made me enjoy it to the point where I would probably say um, I enjoy it the most after the first two films. Okay, someone else can go now.
1: <clears throat> yeah, go on then. Um, I'll only disagree on a couple of things. Well, I'll disagree on the general ranking of it, but the, I think what you what you said in general, there's a lot to. I'll disagree on one thing. I thought Arnie was way more natural with the humour and dark fate. Um, I thought it suited him and in fact I was because I'd already seen Genesis when I saw Dark Fate when I sort of got the hint it was going to be a bit lighter in places I was a bit concerned but it's it's much more natural because that version of the Terminator has broken his programming and having a year years living as himself so it was much more Arnold playing closer to Arnold than, than here where you know, old not obsolete was done to death. I mean, you you had the smile, and it was more appropriate in timing than when they tried to do it in T two and things like that. Um, where it suffered at the time was it was stepping back inside the nineteen eighty four film, and I think if you're going to do that you are immediately referencing really great stuff and you've got to do something really great. Um, I think I'd broadly agree that she grows into the role through the film, but I have to say it was when she first opened that door and shouted, come with me if you want to live, it sounded like Linda Hamilton. Whether she does as the film goes on, I'm less sure, but she sounded like, like her there, definitely. Um, I think uh, the other thing was, um, it was how spectacularly dumb it was in places on first viewing. So I kept referencing that line, which is not said as a complete sentence. It isn't. It, it, but it, it is that reference to get into the future as soon as possible, which is just dumb. If you're going to a fixed point in the future, it doesn't matter whether you go now or five minutes before it. Um, so things like that. And I just I got a little bit offended by it in as much as you've referenced one of the smartest, most superior sci-fis we've ever had with all that sort of genre bending it did and within the same time frame as the night of that film we've got we've got to get to the future as soon as possible and we'll get into it as we go scene to scene cuz so much of it is just like oh that's really stupid um, but where it really does benefit is the time frame or the time scale in which we're doing all these reviews because we're doing it a week after salvation when I went to see this at the cinema, I hadn't seen Salvation for six years, and I just remember that number one target trying to lure in number two target thing, which I made fun of last week. But I remember it being a reasonably sort of straight film. Well, actually, having watched it last week, it it, it, it is a straight film. It's got nothing to it. It's not funny. It's not interesting. It's not, not got, got any horror. The action's not very good. And the characters are just... They're character names, plus a few little ticks you'll recognise. You, know, you throw in the T-800... 11 or 14 years before it's due to roll off the production line depending on timeline Um, and that this at least had a sort of sense of energy a sense of fun, there was no energy in Salvation it really shocked me, it just felt so inert so I might be able to sort of reverse the position of those two films in the I think Genesis is not a very good film at all. As we go through it, I'm going to pick a lot of flaws with it. I think it might just be a little bit better than Salvation, which is the ultimate damning on Salvation because Salvation has a stronger cast overall. Charlie's right on um, miscasting. I think really, I mean, I mean, I mean, Jason Clarke and I mean Jay Courtney or Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney is. He's one of those actors that is just being damned by his choices as much as anything else, because he's really fun, like Suicide Squad, but he just can't pick a script to save his life. But on paper, it's a bit like Ryan Reynolds pre-Deadpool, as I've said before, that he did all the things you would say they're not bad career choices. DC are going to start a universe to, to do more like Marvels. So uh, DC have got as many great characters. That'll be brilliant. They're going to start with not like the absolute A-list, like Superman. They're going to start with Green Lantern. And the guy who's done it, done a couple of Bond films. That should be all right, shouldn't it? You know, and it wasn't. And then he went and did like a Disney um, animation, and it was like their worst one. You know, then he went and did R.I.P.D., which was very much like, imagine we want to bring back something with a bit of the soul of... Um,
2: Basically, Men in Black wasn't ben it? Men in Black,
1: and it's like who we who who's going to be alongside me? Academy Award winner, you know, <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Um, and it was shit. So Jay, Jay Courtney's the same to a degree, you know. He's he's he, uh, I, it's not all about him, but there's no doubt. There's nothing of Michael Bean about this guy at all. He's he's just like eager soldier, and that's about it. And we never go any further. Jason Clark, I'm I'm starting to get a problem with as we go by. It's my only doubt about Matt Reeves's casting choices for Batman, because I would trust that director generally, but he stuck Jason Clarke at the se- centre of Dawn, Dawn. I think it was Dawn, wasn't it? No, yeah, it was Dawn. Dawn of the Planet. Yeah. And the guy just has no chemistry with anyone, and no, no screen presence, no charisma, no nothing. But the only, the only thing he's got going for him in all of those things is whereas, like, a Sam Worthington plays dumb, Jason Clarke doesn't play dumb. Like I, I'm convinced there's like a real person in there engaging in the scene and stuff. but I just don't see him in this role at all. You know, remember we had a quick look at John Connor in t two at the start. It, 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 you know it it wasn't a middle manager at a firm accountancy firm in some pro- provincial town. that's how he comes across. So I think that that's enough for me for now. It's a little bit better than I was expecting. It's not very good though.
3: I think, I think that was my issue, is that I had previously seen um, Planet of the Apes. And I thought, I thought Clark was relatively decent in that, but he was very
1: much designed... He's not, to, yeah, he's not bad, I will say that. He's not a bad no. actor. He's okay in the scenes, yeah. but I just find him a bit...
3: But the, the, character, that, the character that he played um, well in that film
1: mm. was supposed to be the
3: opposite to the kind of person John Connor is. Yeah. He's, he's supposed to be someone that is supposed to show the other side of humanity that isn't kind of like the, the war warmongering kind of yeah. I'm going to kill everyone turn thin.
1: Yeah, he was in that war film recently with um, Kira Knightley and is it Alexander Skarsgård? And I'm blanking on its name. It was earlier this year. I reviewed it on Set the Tape. Um, it's not oh, a very okay. good. It's not a very good film, but he's he's uh, a he moves into this house uh, as allied forces with Keira Knightley, his wife, and they disp- they dispossess Germans of like their houses, rich Germans, and live in them. But the German is still there, and she he has an affair with Keira Knightley. And I don't mean to I don't mean this as like making fun of the guy in any way at all. I I genuinely don't. But like as a cuckolded husband, that works. He kind of works in that kind of role. I don't see him as the saver of humanity somehow. But there you oh. go. Becca, Becca yeah. or Chris, don't mind. We're too
0: polite. Ladies first. No, um, <laughs> um, no I think Charlie and David Poo put together a very succinct argument for the pros and cons of this film. Um, I, mm, I really did struggle. I really did struggle. I'm... Um, um, you guys have pretty much covered it already so I'm not really going to add very much but just so I preferred it to, um, to Salvation bizarrely it kind of felt more of a Terminator movie um, it does very wibbly wobbly timey wimey <clears throat> it's quite interesting how we've got two of the same characters from different timelines meeting up face to face that was a bit of a, ooh that was a I remember you know, seeing that in the trailers and being like what um, but yeah I just uh, despite the amazing appearance of Lee hunt definitely as he's, he's probably for, like for me like the number two Terminator I think Robert Patrick is firmly number one obviously Arnie is we forever eternal um, but I've you know a really amazing South Korean act such as um hunt for but definitely um, even though he's on screen for like 20 minutes still utterly terrifying in the role
1: 20 minutes is generous
0: uh, but this is it's, it's probably like 10 or something like that mm. Um, but it's really great. They kind of, you know, went with um, uh, South Korean artists such stature as well. Um, more pleased as well, I can say. Um, but yeah, I just, everything about this one. I just I really do struggle. It's so bland. It is quite longer than need to be. Um, I'd argue Arnie is is quite good. It's um, quite humorous. But yeah, I would agree with you, um, Charlie, about sort of repetition of lines, and just the general messiness of it as well. Um, it's better than the previous film. Um, but it's still in the weakest of the series, and I, I would kind of argue that you would go like one, two, and then Dark Fate, and just skip everything in between. Um, and even Matt Smith sadly couldn't save it for me. But yeah, Chris.
2: Well, Matt Smith's barely in the thing, isn't he? Really, he just saw. <laughs> yeah, of... That's why <laughs> he couldn't Do- save
1: it. May Doctor. Bear in mind, Becca said uh, Christopher Eckerson saved Thor: The Dark World. No, <laughs> I just mean, yeah. couldn't save <laughs> it. <here. I'm> sorry. <laughs> If you played the doctor once, you could come onto screen, look the wrong way, fart, and, yourself, <laughs> and shoot, go, save the film. That did.
0: <laughs> I think that, like, for me, definitely, it was. It was just more. His kind of profile just raised it for me a little bit. Um, I kind of, I do, you know, like whatever he's in, um, he just kind of bring a certain gravitas to it. Um, okay, hey,
2: Matt
1: Smith? But Yeah, no. <laughs> oh right, sorry. Excellent. I not know who we're talking about
0: now. <laughs> no, we're going backtracking, backtracking. Um.
2: But you know, yeah, yeah. it
0: must have been hardly in, in it. You know, despite appearing in a lot of the um, the promo material, he's he's hardly in. Is in it for like hardly, hardly in it um, for a matter of minutes. And yeah, I just sadly couldn't save it. Um, but still, I've got a fun fact about him coming up later on.
1: That's fun, folks.
0: That's fun. Not fab but fun.
1: Will, will it be as fun as our sitcom of the week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is
1: which, which is this week. 1986
0: to 1991's Bread. That's an iconic. Starring
1: Gene Boat, Ronald Forfar, Peter Howitt, Victor McGuire, Jonathan Morris, Jilly Coleman, and Nick Conway. Oh, shit.
0: Later, later in that. Well, so from... Sorry. Oh, I can't remember his name. Goodnight, sweetheart.
1: Yeah, he was um, like his mate Ron or whatever. Yeah.
3: Did it only
1: run for five years? It felt yeah. longer than that. It, it, I think, it was six six series. And they did it, They did a series every year, so it was like six series or something like that. Or it says seven series here. They can't oh. two. In the, they might have done two in the first year or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, think they, I thought they did four with the original cast and two with like a couple of changes. It's set in Liverpool and it's about a load of people who are on like. I, I funny. I used to live in Liverpool, and of course, I had people visit me like family and that because I was at university there and stuff and i know i went on the tour the beatles tour like three times wow because my parents were divorced so they visited me separately and wanted to do it and like a few years later i went up there with like my then wife and she wanted to do it so i've been on the tour a few times so uh, we were driving around and bread got mentioned and the guy was just seething at the thought of it. It's not very popular in Liverpool because it kind of just paints them as fucking benefit scroungers Aww. who are just everything cash in hand, like working really hard to not have to work sort of thing. Um, so that, that's where it comes from. But um, it, it's not great. It's not, We I picked that as like not for one of the better films. <laughs> <It wasn't laughs> one of the biggest sitcoms we've done so far. Oh, I'm
0: going to miss uh, having a uh, um, <laughs> retro TV yes. show of the week.
1: But if you join us for Planet of the Apes, we'll be doing something else.
0: I'm looking so, forward to that.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, Brad did start um, Peter Howard as uh, Jimmy Boswell. He wound up like directing a bunch of stuff. He did um, Slightly yeah, Dorsal. Don't say, don't say what. Did, yes. We're going
1: to go on Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah. <laughs> it, it will be a
0: little bit like uh, that, so stay tuned.
1: Yeah. Uh, Melanie Hill, who played the second Avaline, was one of Sean Bean's five or six wives. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Yeah. Um, the first one died The oh, first okay. Avaline died recently. She didn't die during the life of the show She died like years yeah. afterwards yeah. She died in 2010 mm-hmm. she, had a, she had a heart complaint She died like at, I, I think she was in her mid-50s
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. um, Most of the rest of the cast are still alive Apparently there were talks to bring it back A couple of years ago
3: Oh dear, uh, really?
1: Like Christ i do know that street where it is though i do know that street where it is but yeah, yeah. no i loved liverpool but they, they really don't like the show they don't they don't don't have they don't have a great view of it generally <laughs> i'm led to yeah, believe. Yeah. but if you're scouser and love bread write to us expect us to talk at gmail.com <laughs> chris what do you think of Terminator <laughs> i just, thought, I just always things. remembered
2: like the title with the big hen of the money <laughs> uh, yeah <clears throat> I was yeah. Yeah. Cash
1: in the kitchen table. That's quite. That's quite pressure, didn't it? Having to put cash in every fucking day.
2: Yeah, so it was a big thing, wasn't it? It's all like got around or putting whatever money you managed to get that day and sort of like put it in the pot. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, Terminator um, Genesis. I still don't know why there's a why. Genesis. Why that? (laughs) Why is the the, why the the why? Why is the
0: why?
3: It's the product, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, but what is As in in system, S Y S being the computer abbreviation for system.
0: Yeah.
2: Is is that why? Ah. That's why, yep. It still sounds rubbish. Um, But,
0: yeah.
2: (laughs) um, I'm kind of going in a similar sort of route as Charlie, even though I. When I first watched this film, I flatly enjoyed it. And and I came out to a sponsor, everyone just fucking hated it. (laughs) Um. So I I've come to say. So over the years, I kind of accept the fact that yeah, it is a bit crap. There's no getting around it. It is a bonkers idea, but for some reason, I always just enjoy my time with it. So I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the the it's just flat out bonkers that um that just get me through it. Maybe I just you know just switch my brain off and just just go with it, you know, just go, fuck it, I don't care, uh, maybe, maybe it's actually completely, you know, well-paced, and, you know, and the action's, like, quite well done and things like that, uh, but, yeah, I always enjoy my time with it, even though, by the time you get to the end, it gets a little bit, like, okay, where the fuck are you going, Jason Clark? you know, he's John Connor, Terminator, (sighs) you know, you're reaching a bit there, um. But of, but other than that, I you know I it it is I think references off air like it's basically die another a day you know it's that kind of element of well it it's fucking crap and it's and it's uh it's dumb as fuck but at least you're not bored uh, whereas last week pretty much bored by everything in that film so uh, you you kind there is something to it when like you have to sit through if you uh, watch
1: them six years apart. I think you'd say this was the weaker film, but when you watch him a week apart and you realise how much we were struggling to get a show out last yeah. week, you're like, "I'm sorry, I can't praise that over this." Yeah, at least you got shit to talk about, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, shit
2: to talk yeah. about, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, and 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 as I said, it's never boring. It is it, you know, there is never a dull moment, which is something to be fair when you are making a film it, 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 to make it not boring. I know i damning with faint praise here. But when it's film isn't boring, not dull. Yeah, that is something. That is
0: you, That's a high praise you, indeed. It's you not are boring.
2: doing something right, even though there's not much you do. But there, there is something there. So, yeah, yeah. Terminator Genesis is it, it's mad as fuck, but
1: yeah, I I enjoy it. With that, shall we discuss this film? Well, actually, before we discuss this film, so, I'd like to produce another occasional series. We might return back to. Becca Legend Watch, right? Oh,
0: Legend Watch, okay, <laughs> yeah, yes.
1: Because we've established this is a fucking term Becca Manning uses. <laughs> anybody who's ever achieved anything beyond standing upright.
0: We're all legends. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. She referred to the footballer Clive Wilson <laughs> as a legend <laughs> on somebody's thread. Somebody it made met me him. laugh. Somebody met him and, and they were like, You're lucky to meet such a legend. A sporting legend. Yes. So, I think yeah. in
0: terms of those local te- those teams that he's played for, he may be seen as a legend, despite not playing for England. And <laughs> well, it was it's obviously like, one of his heroes, so I figured, you know.
1: It, it's when you uh, suggested, you know, Matt Smith single-handedly saved this film that that came save to Save this mind. movie. <laughs> when you like people, <laughs> they Matt Smith they, would they, save this movie. Got, you have got a lot of love to give. There's no doubt. Because <laughs> when you <laughs> like someone, they're really liked. Well, to be fair, Dave. Clive Wilson.
2: To be, fair, to be fair, Dave, you know uh, Matt Smith's performance was that strong that if you Google Skynet into uh, Wikipedia,
1: you get a picture of Matt Smith <laughs> what, we, in what, this film. Into Wikipedia, yes, um, because he's the physical manifestation. He of He is. Yeah, yeah,
0: he is the embodiment of Skynet. Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, he he is Skynet, or the T
2: five thousand, which we never got to find out what that was, but no.
0: No, that was very underwhelming. But that's why, well, for me, he didn't save this film. Not even Matt Smith or Arnie
1: could save this film. Yeah. I've got to go and find a clip of someone going, you're a fucking legend. So, so, so I So I can make, like, a little jingle for
0: Beckham. (laughs) Legend Legend alert.
1: Yeah. Okay, shall we discuss this film sequentially, folks?
0: Well, which sequence are you on about? There are many wibbly-wobbly sequences.
1: This timeline uh, is all over the place. This timeline is all over the place. Uh, the it starts with uh, a narration from um, Kyle, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, with what looks like just before Judgment Day. Uh, it's worth saying, Judgment Day back in 1997 now. This is not T3 and 4 timeline. No. Nope. This is the T2 2 timeline. Or it, it isn't because Dark Fate retcons it, but it starts with the T2 timeline, effectively that it all happened in 97 and the war ended in
2: 2029. Yes. So it's it's going over like what it's picking up from Terminator 2.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's, um, you know, we're getting, we're getting him narrating over scenes of people and nice fields and lakes and all that kind of shit. And then you actually see all the sort of Mm -hmm. bombs go off. Um, which is never not a good effect, it, that always looks quite nice. And then we basically have them. Um, I quite like
2: the but, idea of like she sort of like looking from a plane and seeing like a missile fly uh, Yeah.
1: I liked. I, I was saying there weren't many great shots in this film. I did. I, whilst I wouldn't go as far as saying that was a great shot, that was a memorable shot. Um, yeah.
0: Um, I was, yeah. This, I this film still looks good. It's just in terms of like plot and script, it kind of falls down. But I think the, the look of this film is still. Is is very pretty. Well, I'll say very pretty. Um, so it looks very handsome, should we say? It has a kind of glossy sheen about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, we we go to twenty twenty nine, and there's just a. This is basically where they're going to get in, to um, uh, get to the time displacement unit. Yeah. So this is this is the battle that gets them to the point where they can send John back um and oh not john back kyle back sorry and john is they they keep referencing how do you know everything and all the rest of it Mm. um and i think they're having a bit of a go at like banter between the two of them that they're old friends and stuff it doesn't really quite work but there you go so there's a fight to get in there effectively and at the same time we see obliquely the t-800 sort of crouching down to be sent back Which I don't really understand, that he gets sent back nice and calmly on the floor, and when the humans get sent back, they're, like, thrown about all over the place. But there you go.
2: Yeah, it's... I mean, it seems that this John Connor seems to know what's going on exactly, as in, like, he knows exactly when it's happening. But how would anyone know that other than, like, at some point they sent a Terminator? Do you know what
1: I mean? Yeah, I mean, basically... P- pillow talk after, you know, Kyle, and he must have told uh, quite a lot Yeah. in the first one with lots of detail. <laughs> Mid-intercourse, uh, and then... The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, I meant to say, it's June 7th, right? 4pm, these are the coordinates. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have paper, Andy, I've just written it on your tits. Uh, get, get them off the mirror later and just sort of turn it round in your mind. And, <laughs> yeah, he's got a hell of a lot of detail here. Uh this is just this is just over the titles though really isn't it? Yeah. You know, while they're getting ready to do all this, we're just getting directed by and music by and all that sort of stuff. Um
2: And it well it's looking like a video game that I kinda wanna play.
1: I don't know, there was never was there a video game of this? I don't know.
2: Probably don't know. but it has such a retro kind of thing, it's like it's someone sort of created like a like a yeah. terminated video game, you think actually yeah that was freaking, freaking cool I'd play that. Um but the problem it does, is
1: it, yeah. it looks it like does, a video game. Right. It I it does the thing it does I don't like of like you know the the general sort of rounding up his troops and kind of trying to rally them and all that shit, lots of speech making. I don't like that so much. Uh but he asks for volunteers to go back and of course loads of them volunteer for certain death,
3: mm.
1: including Kyle. Is that why should I send you I die for Sarah Connor? They would. I, I know that's weird, she's your mum and shit, but, like, I've knocked, one, I've knocked one out to her a few times.
2: It's like, what, why is he challenging him on it? It's like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, just...
1: Yeah, what, don't go to... What if he suddenly goes, actually, you're right, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's a real shit idea. Sorry, yeah, yeah,
2: you're right. <laughs> send, send, that, send, send, send that woman. Or it goes, like, who, who volunteers? And, like, loads of people volunteer, and, like, he doesn't. <laughs>
1: The other thing is, when they change the timeline, like, I don't know. There's something about, like, it has to be a specific sperm and a specific egg, doesn't it? Otherwise it's a different child. Yeah. Charlie's got two children. They're not identical to each other, <laughs> are they? They're, no, not, no, the so. same. They're not like <laughs> Mark II. Like, so, yeah. It just it doesn't seem to matter with this Carl So They can do it any time in any era. It's fine. John Connor will. I mean, you know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, he's sort of sent back. They act As they're activating it and he's in the sort of time stream, he sees Matt Smith step out, look the wrong way, shit himself and Becca call him a legend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it quite like
1: that. But Matt Smith arrives to save the film, folks. Relax, he's got this. It doesn't even <laughs> save the film
0: for me. I'm five
1: shocked.
0: minutes. It doesn't even do it.
1: Basically, he just grabs sort of Jason Clark's head and then the top one. And uh, yeah, you he thought this was... Inf- no, inf- not, inf- not the other one. No, not his knob. <laughs> we might yeah.
0: have two lurking next door to each other.
1: You think John Connor's got two dicks? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's... you're <laughs> part
0: in timelines, you know. It's...
1: Do you think that's why they elected him leader? It's like, why should it be you? <laughs> <Well, he's,
0: laughs> it's revealed later on in the film that he's actually more, not man, not machine...
1: Yeah, and you, more. Think, you think he used that to fashion a second penis?
0: Maybe. Who knows?
1: Fair enough.
0: <laughs> Not really, of course. I'm just joking.
1: Becker's hot take.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Only kidding, of course.
1: Uh, so then we get the general setback to 1984 thing, don't we? Oh, don't we? See, he sees he sees the younger version of himself talking in a mirror or something, doesn't he? The moment yes. this happens, he gets like he gets what, like explained later. Yes, a flashback.
2: It's because of the like new memories now. Yeah. So things have been seized, yeah, Sarah Connor sort of
1: he now remembers pre-war. Mm. So uh including Sarah, yeah, Sarah of Amelia Clark's age. And the events are now 2017. But there you go. So back to t- back to 1984 Los Angeles and the Griffith 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 Park Observatory and all that. They've reshot this with the punks.
2: Yes. It's uh, um, the guy in the truck. Is that still the same
1: guy? I think that's the same guy.
2: It is the same guy. Those are my fun facts.
1: I don't know. Let's find out later in the show, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Cause,
2: Cause we've
0: already had it, so yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I will
2: admit, one of the things I was impressed by was just how like exactly it looked like Terminator. So maybe that's one of the reasons why I liked it so much, because it came up and thought, oh, it's just like Terminator.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the same guy.
3: I thought that was a, to, to its detriment, though, because, I mean, yeah, I mean that guy particularly doesn't sound the same. Yeah. Like, what the hell? And he, he, he didn't sound, he said it, but it didn't sound anything like he did in the original film. They've re-dubbed him. Um, yeah. But, and also the punks were
1: rubbish. The punks were shit. would yeah. like Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> no, they, it looks like they've just gone into like the local McDonald's and grabbed three lads and then just yeah. put, put on this wig and just stand there. They they don't look like they've ever acted before. No. Maybe they haven't. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, just as Arnie walks over to 1984, Arnie walks over to them kind of nude, with mm. his cock unconfirmed. Uh, I didn't notice. And uh, he goes to attack them. But suddenly, Arnold Schwarzenegger, in a middle-age kind of state, appears and they have a fight.
2: Yeah and uh, we see someone like getting in position with a a big massive fuck off cyber gun
1: yeah yeah basically we find out later that Sarah Connor in not very long time that's Sarah Connor so that re- ready to mm. sort of shoot shoot the original terminator from the first film we
2: we also see a bit of a terminator arthritis.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah a bit like we do yeah yeah some problems with his hands. um big thumbs up yeah, Teotry, iconic. Teotry, Teotry likes his iconic. Oh, that's another one, isn't it? Becker's iconic alert.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many sort of iconic moves that like he does. Uh, I suppose it's, um,
1: the thumbs up, yeah, but it's not from this film that's iconic. But yeah, I suppose. It, no, it, but it it's might,
0: just it's the same as like I don't know.
1: Might be meaning to. A, it.
0: Villainous Terminator kind of being melted down in a yeah. vat of molten steel or something, and then that hand sort of like, ah, you know, slowly absolutely <laughs> dissolving into the goo.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's it for the sort of Griffith Park Observatory part, which I think I've got the name wrong of every week until this week. Um, and obviously Michael Bean arrives. God, Freudian slip. I wish it was Michael Bean. Um, <laughs> Kyle, arri- Kyle arrives as in the first one. Lands, all the shot recreation is pretty good. The way he lands and everything like that is exactly the same as the first one. Um, so it's all the same beats, but just as sort of... Um, uh, the police the police arrive and just as like, yeah, he corners an officer but, and it's uh, a T-1000. Yeah. So we're, we are immediately in something different. Well, we know from Griffith Park that it's like a different timeline and obviously a T-1000 is there.
2: Yeah. Uh, not Robert Patrick, but...
1: Not Robert Patrick. That yeah. kind of bothered me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why it bothered me, but it bothered me. Believe <laughs> it but all the same things, him stealing the sort of uh, Nike vandals, you know, and all that sort of thing. Um, but he is he is arrested at one point, and the two the, the one of the police officers will sort of come back later. Where do yeah. you go from there? It's a it's a it's just a big chase sequence from now, isn't it? The T one thousand array uh, emerges from a mirror, kills one of the cops. The other one gets saved, and then basically an armored truck comes in, and it's Sarah Connor. Come with me yeah. if you want to live. Yeah, and that's um, it. To a big chase from now.
2: Yeah, they, uh well, he 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 gets in the um, the T1000. Uh, throws a bit of its piece of itself on the on the car to track him.
1: Yeah, I quite like that. The idea that it tracks like that. That was all right. Um, but there's they they managed to get the exposition out fairly well as well. So. Kyle immediately Kyle doesn't know he's John's father, of course. Yeah. Um
2: And and instantly while um he's he's out for the count, um Arnie's there like sort of basically saying, like, well, you know, John there right, you know. Time to get
1: mating. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But he does find out it's a diff- different timeline. The Terminator mm. came back earlier. We'll get more of that later. Um Sarah knows about Skynet, she knows about you know his role that he's going to turn up he doesn't know about his role per se um and obviously that the terminator that he was coming back to sort of protect her from has already been sort of uh, taken out of the, the equation uh the new the this version of arnie is pops and has basically brought her up we'll find out later on timeline and everything but we can, I think we can say now he's had her for about 11 years, given she was 19 in the first film. He's had her since she was about 8, something like that, looking after her. Mm. Something like that. And they head straight to this factory. Uh, this is a trap. They've, they've been planning this for years. Yeah. But I don't think I picked that up first time, so I wondered what factory has that kind of like roof. <laughs> <You know? laughs> a ceiling of acid, you know. Yeah. But there you go.
2: Well, they, they obviously they have set it up there because they they're planning on the whole thing is set up to kind of like uh, lower the T one thousand, isn't it? So they have set the whole thing like this is how we're gonna kill it. Uh, this is how we're gonna kill like the original Terminator, and this is why we're gonna kill this this new T one thousand. How they know this T one thousand would be there, I don't know, but I I I I, I guess Arnold the new Terminator well, must have told well, them because that, this that's is the like. Thing,
1: we're being quite complimentary to start with. Remember, we did start by saying this film's spectacularly stupid, um, <laughs> and nothing is ever established to explain it at all. Yeah, um, I can understand. I can understand if the timeline, if Sarah has such detailed knowledge of the original timeline, and the Terminator comes back earlier, then she might be able to preempt the T eight hundred turning up. Mm. The T-1000 wasn't in that original loop of time. So I've absolutely no idea how she would know that. Now, in Dark Fate, there's some suggestion that Arnie can sense when they arrive and stuff like that. But none of that is in this film. That is a later film in a different continuity. So I think it's just a look, the T-1000. Look, fans.
2: Well, they were. this was going to be like the first one of the trilogy. So, you know, I I guess things were probably to be explained or make more sense had it gone on. I'm being generous here, but, you know, I'm just saying, you know, because because we still don't know, like, who actually sent Arnold. So in the first place, do we? So uh... 1973.
1: No. Well, we we assume Skynet, but we don't know from when and why. And yeah, because he went to protect her from a T-1000, she was told. Well, the T 1000s were experimental. I just, I don't know. <laughs> Let it go, I suppose. So there's a bit there. Yeah, there's a bit of a fight mm. with the T one thousand. They've they've already taken out the um. They've they've got the T eight the original T eight hundred with them as well. So yeah. they take the chip out of it, and basically and they just they melt it under under acid.
2: Well, yeah, but the the yeah, first they have a, the uh T one thousand gets there and d- it does a thing where he sort of throws a bit of its liquid metal and re reanimates the, the Arnold one. Yeah. Which is an idea, I didn't have thought of that, but yeah, how well, that worked. It
1: kind of comes back, sort of, later in the film as well, So sort of. Not quite the same. Mm. I thought it was okay, but obviously when they take that they take that down, they take down the, the T-1000 pretends to be um, Kyle and she has to choose which one she's going to shoot. Gets it right thankfully. Phew. Um, reminds me of an episode of Masters of the Universe that
0: it's a little
1: bit yeah. yeah well the way they ended up deciding which one was He-Man is they just put chains around him and only one of them's more, pa- more powerful enough to get out yeah, of one them. Is really strong. Yeah. that's at least 35 years ago I saw that
0: he has the power
1: I, I only saw it once so that's weird <laughs> anyway well, that <laughs> uh, the T-1000 melted under a load of acid um, nearly gets it Sarah the melting effect's quite nice Uh, eventually Arnold has to hold it under the stream the stream of acid that is and um, yeah uh, his arm gets melted down sort of T2 star where the skin was ripped off that sort of look Uh, T1000 is dead and we find that there is a time, they've built a time displacement area there they needed the chip from the T800 that was sent back at the start to power it which is convenient Mm -hmm. in storytelling terms yes
2: and, um, yeah, so this is right where they're having, like, basically want to go back to, do want to go ahead to... Is it basically Terminator 2 to get rid of that T-1000? No. Am I no. Getting... right?
1: It's, okay. No, it's... Um, well, first off, Sarah, we get a bit more backstory. You get Kyle explaining how great her son is, and you get, you know, he's just so great. And then you get um, Sarah explaining to Kyle... What a that, guy. that The Guardian was sent back in 73 um that's the terminator's arrival that that's caused some sort of fractured timeline arnold seems incredibly well informed on it and how th- you there's vergences where you can see both timelines and all that sort of thing he believes that it's now he's told that it, he's been told in his memory that it's 2017 they were going to go to 97 so they were clearly going to go there to try to stop the original judgment day it's nothing to do with t- it's a couple of years after t2 But Kyle makes them or convinces them to go to 2017 instead because that's when they now believe it's going to be just because of his memory. Um, And she says, what are you going to do? And he he holds up this metal arm and says, it's going to take a while for this to heal. And I'm thinking, heal? The fucking (laughs) elbow upwards will stink within days. You're going to rot. That's not going to heal. But it does, obviously. Um, but it it is where Arnie says, "Yeah, we, we just go 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 to the future as quickly as possible." It's like what? <laughs> no one ever picked on that line to say this is bollocks. Like it, it
2: doesn't make sense because even if like they're arguing like, no, we have to we have to go to this point of future. It was like, well, well, how about we, we time she would just do both? <laughs>
1: uh, they can only use it once. Oh yeah,
2: strange. yeah, that
1: was it. But even then, if you get there in ninety seven, just sit off for 20 years, have some fun have relax. Yeah, I don't know, it's not, there's no hurry on this, perhaps she wants to go now because she looks better in the nude than she will if she (laughs) waits 20 years I've got to get my kit off in front of him, I'll just do it now while I'm still in my 20s (laughs) so they strip off and have a bit of a cuddle what else Ooh, they go straight to two thousand and seventeen. This made me laugh like fuck. Because two things. Firstly Firstly, they're dropped in the middle of a highway, and you're thinking, Can't they be any more specific than that? And secondly, Arnie's supposed to be there waiting for them and he's stuck in traffic? <laughs> <laughs> <Why> <laughs> no, <Jesus. laughs> yeah, what is all that about stuck in traffic? Like, uh, we stood yeah.
2: there looking looking at a like, under a bridge, like looking at the bottom of a <laughs>
1: I know, he's in his car, like, looking up at the bridge going, like, oh, fuck it, damn traffic. He could have gone, like, we established in T2 he can just stand for endless amounts of time. He could have just been stood there, like, two days before and waited. What's this about? He's late, so they're arrested. How can you be late when you had 33 years and knew exactly where you were going and don't require rest? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. This is mental. It's crazy. So
2: yeah, ridiculous.
1: Yeah, silly. What next? They take to the hospital, aren't they? Yeah, basically.
2: Yeah. So they uh, they 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 try to escape, don't they? This is where they bump into uh, John.
1: Well, the first off, they're being treated. Sarah doesn't ever want any local anaesthetics or anything, mm. so she's she's having her shoulder like stapled. Um, but what it's I love very... is the do- The doctor is using a tablet while he's doing it. Like, yeah. casually, casually just fucking social media or whatever. Mm. Just, I don't see that somehow.
0: No, I think that's a bit silly, quite frankly.
1: Um, uh, while they're there, yeah, John turns up. John, Even it kind and... of
0: if it shows, like, the permeation of a system and the
1: rest of it. But still, I'm like, hmm, I don't... Yeah, we're starting to get Links to this Genesis thing, and John's getting flashbacks of seeing himself open it on like his thirteenth birthday or something,
2: and mm. saying it's, like Genes- Genesis is Skynet.
1: It's an open, yeah, yeah, and saying Genesis is Skynet. So it's basically an operating system that if it launches, it will be absolutely everywhere. Everywhere, and it and Skynet will therefore be everywhere, and Judgment Day will happen. Simple as that. Um, what what I loved is they said as well, two thousand and seventeen is Judgment Day. Didn't say when. No. Right at no point in that memory did young ones the young one say August the fourth. He just said two thousand
0: and seventeen. Yeah, that's, that's quite any point during this that's year. That's a bit
1: vague. That could that could that
2: could be like bang on. That could be like you know,
1: January first. No, on,
2: yeah, like like
1: you know, on on New Year's Eve. a true date. Yeah, just as a clock turns. And... Well, yeah, it it could have been like second of January, and you've just gone. I'll oh, put me there in the Easter. That's <laughs> <You just laughs> <to pass> it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> this is where the, the, the film's been alright to this point so starts fucking struggling from now this whole thing with John what did we make of this
3: uh, if, yeah I think that sums it up <laughs> and, uh, the thing is everyone groaned in the trailer
1: because
3: the, yeah, the, the they it, the trailer. It, oh. yeah I mean it, it might have been a bit more effective if you didn't know what happened
0: when Charlie because, groaned like that it's pretty much the um, comedian sigh
3: and um, yeah it's something you kind of saw coming anyway and it's just like oh look even more advanced terminator
1: correct that's the what trouble okay I that, that's the trouble I just um is <laughs> this escalating of the threat all the time and trying to give new you know what I mean? New threats every time. And I don't really... Because, I mean, John establishes, you know, how did you get here the same way you did? So it's like, well, you've time-travelled from there. That's fine. We're, we're OK with that. But, you know, he turns up in a suit not looking remotely the part for this character anyway. And as soon as they get out into the sort of parking lot, um, Arnie Arnie arrives. Because I like the way he arrives with a massive great teddy bear <laughs> to the hospital. Because he was late. He was late. I hope he wasn't late because he was buying that fucking teddy bear. It's a bit like The Roses, isn't it? But uh... A little bit. Uh, it's quite nice. It's just a bit incongruous, isn't it? It's just, you know, this big guy not smiling and all the rest of it carrying a big teddy bear. But um, he comes out and shoots John. And John is obviously some kind of...
2: Yeah, shoots him with a shotgun and there's no blood at all or anything.
1: And he instantly goes like, No! Yeah, no blood, but then it's a... Pe- well, there wouldn't be any... Yeah, yeah, true. The only time we see blood is when the sort of black goo sort of goes back in nanotech style. Mm. But when he's lying there before that, there's nothing. No,
0: you don't see and, anything else. It's and, otherwise, and John, it's very
1: clean, isn't it? Carl runs over to him and he's like, you know... Because he's a killer! Well, he, he's runs a killer. Over, no, he runs over to the to the like corpse on the floor, as he thinks it is. And Arnie doesn't warn him. Yeah. You think Arnie would say, stay away? That's yeah, not John but Connor. Yeah, he not
0: I think that scene's quite tense, though. Apart from that scene, so where he does very good because, the and there's a very intense delivery of that line.
1: It's okay. This bit's all all a bit histrionic. The whole idea of the mm, character, the OTT. Is really a bit histrionic. He's he's immediately sort of um, trying to, he's already trying to recruit them and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. It's 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 quite. Bringing it together with that's what it felt like it felt very it felt sub star wars um but there you go so we, it gets explained that basically he was uh he was made more he wasn't affected he was made more uh just as he was yeah so he's been transformed so the idea is um he's back trying to make sure um cyberdime do become you know do get skynet mm-hmm. and he's, he's there to secure judgment day basically
2: and, um, um, and, they, and they explain the same thing that uh, Endgame did with the, like, well, you know, we're I can kill you, fine. Because um, we're... It doesn't matter because we're living, you know... It doesn't matter because we're living in, like, this this time period now, so... You know, in, in the answer of, like, killing his parents. It doesn't matter.
3: No,
1: yeah. They try and explain that, and again, it's the film trying to, like, make us think it's thought about it, and it's like, it, it doesn't actually matter at all. Yeah. um. But um, as long as he secures the future, it doesn't actually matter. And in, fa- and in and in fairness, if they don't have him, he still will have survived that loop of time. And in the new loop of time, he doesn't need to be there because he wouldn't want to take down Skynet anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Just ends up in a fight. I start getting bored with the film by now. That we we have a like a a fight that ends with an MRI machine. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, death MRI. Death by MRI.
0: Obviously not not technically Nice little death by effect.
1: He's but... trying to walk away from it, and it's sort of like little, sort of almost echoes of him are sort of mm. staying yeah. in the air as bits he's shedding part of his like nanotech or whatever.
0: Looks like kind of like iron
1: filings. <laughs> yeah,
3: when you were a kid playing with magnets <laughs> and science
1: <laughs> and... We're about to find <laughs> out <laughs> how little iron filings. This I don't know how long this film is. I've got to look Bob it up. And because... burner. This film is over two, two hours. hours six minutes how there's not much to this because actually it takes him a long
0: time to get rid of all his iron filings
1: well we go straight to the safe house after this they like, go, like, yeah, just... I mean, it
0: does, it, does it, it cracks along it has this really a, a quick pace you know in, in its favor but it's two hours six minutes long so i kind of you know i can't balance the two
1: um well, they head off to, I'm looking it up actually, it's Marin I mean, County. Yeah. Marin County is where Lucasfilm is. Oh. Mm. Yeah.
0: Of course it is, yes.
1: So it's kind of near um, San Francisco. And they're, they're basically preparing to destroy Genesis. But that's what he's been doing Genesis. in the years. In, yeah.
2: We, we yeah. have forgotten to talk about um, uh, the, the cop, uh, what's his face?
1: Oh, J.K. Simmons. That's J.K. Odd. Simmons, yeah. Oh, yes. J.K. So Simmons sim. turns up, recognises Arnie and other things. Or well, he, he looks at Arnie a bit funny. Um, and they're asking if he has been drinking. So I don't know if he's had a drink problem. Um, but he's basically the cop from 1984 that Kyle saved.
2: Yeah. He's now become a bit of a conspiracy theory in the eyes of everyone. He's like thinking, like, trying to piece everything together. And everyone thinks he's crazy.
1: Uh, yeah, a um, little bit wasted. Although I like him a lot. Little yeah,
3: bit. me too.
1: Um, whether he would have again, whether he would have turned up in sequels, I don't know. I just
2: he, for some reason I can't put my finger on it, but for some reason he kind of takes me back to like the the first two Terminators, and he he seems like in that kind of like. Um,
1: well, you it's know, a bit old, Bowen.
2: Yeah, in in that kind of like you know, uh, say like so wool, well. wool, wool, wool wool jacket and a bit sort of like dishevelled, but you know that that kind of cop type character. I can yeah. just see him. He's in like the. But Terminator. He's, he's
1: totally wasted, though. I mean, I, know, I think he helps them a bit, but mm. they could have done a lot more with him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you yeah. guys think.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Mm, I like yeah. I like because I, I liked the character
1: yeah I did I did
3: um, He's kind of, I like. I guess I like it. I always like you had to talk
1: yeah I guess so um, but we're straight into like prep for the final bit now yeah you rattle through but, it well yeah well, they the,
2: the tool up
1: don't they well you had to introduce the future you had to introduce 1984 you had to subvert 1984 you had to get them to 2017 hmm. I suppose they've crammed a fair bit
0: you're sort of jumping through heaps to do these various things aren't you
2: yeah. They've yeah. um they've established it's that to... they established that Carl Reese's got the same identity as a as a kid. So mm-hmm. uh obviously yeah. they take the the as an ID and that. Um yeah. so they're trying to figure out what's going on there. Um uh, and uh meanwhile they're at the, the hideout with all the all the guns and that and they're and you know, they're tooling up and Arnie and Carrie's have that for a moment the second old but not obsolete.
1: Yeah, it wasn't that good a joke the first time. <laughs> I in think I here's
2: I think here was meant to be a bit of a like a breaking bread kind of thing, like kind of like you know because he doesn't, isn't, doesn't trust doesn't trust Arnie till now. So I
1: I a... love that again. The other bit that was really dumb in the film, where um where where he shoots jo- where he shoots John Connor. I think Kyle goes off then, doesn't he? And says, mm. you know, they're, they're Terminators. That's what they do. They infiltrate. And it's like, yeah, it's just like, her reaction is exactly the audience is Like, we're playing a fucking long game then, isn't he? Bringing you up for 11 fucking years, helping you get to the future, then getting there, then scuppering you. It's like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I, I, th-
2: I think it kind of works. Unless his program was to terminate John Connor. But yeah, I get it. I get it. It's a bit...
1: But yeah, we know that if he terminates an 11-year-old Sarah Connor, there is no John Connor. So (laughs) it is just dumb as shit. Um, It didn't stand out as much this time, probably because I've seen the film before. You know what I mean? But when I first saw it, things like that, coming from a guy who doesn't play that smart generally, I was like, oh, fucking hell, this is dreadful. Um, It's a little thin for everything they've put in it, but it's been okay so far. But the whole tooling up thing there's some nice little touches and i think that probably speaks to the idea it's a tv director them sort of being a little bit competitive when they're sort mm-hmm. of um sort of <laughs> yeah doing that That that's a little tv touch little close in thing so um that's all right uh i think there there he finds out he's the fa- no he found out he was the father of john in the parking lot didn't he yeah so yeah um where do we go from there? And then, so, it is worth mentioning as well. There is like a, a redo of the uh, picture that was taken at the gas station at the end yeah. of this film. It's the same picture with Amelia Clark sort of photoshopped into it. Doesn't quite look right, but it doesn't look terrible either. I've seen far worse, and it and it is this, effectively the same I'd, I think it's a Photoshop job. I don't think they've restaged the photo. I don't think so. They, I might have misremembered that.
2: I, 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 yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't honestly tell, but it's all so brief. I can't, you know. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: it's only fleeting, isn't it? We see it a couple of times. Um, and uh, from here, you're going to have to help me because I think I remember the the, uh, the bridge stuff. But apart from that, I well, struggle with. John Connor storm.
2: shows up because he knows where they are. Right. Oh, yeah, they rip off the Dark Knight, do not they? And then the Lost World. Uh,
0: yeah, there, there's also kind of nods, and there's a few nods to Superman along the way as well, and it's all a bit.
2: Yeah, rip off yes, as you say, yes. Charlie. John, John Connor shows up. Yeah, yeah. She says like she says like the most cliche thing with like a big rocket launcher and says like you'll something this. I can't remember what it is, but I just remember like a, it what?
1: is a similar. Yeah, yeah. That's
2: <laughs> it. That's it.
3: As <laughs> bad as that. But. Um. Yeah. Does 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 he? Did they find out why? How he tracked them or what happened? Or I
2: think because he. Um, I think it's just
3: Super f- T9000. I
2: don't know. Because he, oh, no. he's John Connery, he knows him. <laughs> it's,
1: this like, is, it's, it's like this that. Is, this is, this is um, the bit that was used in the trailer when he sort of got out of there and reformed
3: mm-hmm.
1: in daylight. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Which again was a bit kind of the T1000 walking out of the truck fire.
1: Uh yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. That's it. it's that sort of thing. Yeah, it's the same sort of it yeah, they've done it done it in most of the films actually.
3: Yeah.
1: So
2: yeah, yeah, so they ha there's um there's a chasing scene the, the, the it's with the school uh, bus, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh this is where Arnie says Nice to see you when he get we like face <laughs> you mean that, you into mean a car. When
1: you said the dark knight you meant the flippant of the bus, did you? No, absolutely, yeah. Uh, the flipping of the bus, uh, uh, the Dark Knight comes out of the comparison very strongly, because the Dark Knight did it for real and it looked good. Yeah, uh, yeah. it doesn't look so good here. It, it's again, it's not terrible. No. Um, as I watched through the film, a surprising amount of it's pretty competent. But um, yeah, there was that Arnie, Arnie flying with his head through that sort of window was quite funny as well. Was that nice to see you? Did he, is that the second yeah. time? He said yeah, the
3: cop the cop car.
1: The cop car when his head comes smashing yeah. through the no, window—that was pretty cool.
3: Because he says, "Nice to see you."
2: Get out.
1: Yes. Get out. Yeah, that was quite good. Yeah, that was all right. And um, um,
2: they—they've got these like sort of magnet kind of um, yeah, kind he's, of this because because uh,
1: they the... said we need a big MRI and he said um, <laughs> he, he said uh, uh, we haven't got one of those. Didn't Thank yet. you. And then he said, "Give us a minute," or or he said, "Not maybe, possibly, or something like that." He goes off and starts like a teaming it. Hacking <laughs> things down, yeah, and sort of building something. They've obviously used that, but again, I started checking out in the last few minutes.
3: They getting into a helicopter mm. somehow.
2: Well, that that's later on. So obviously, there's um they, they managed to escape the uh, the bridge. They sends uh, the John Connor down down with the um, the school bus. Oh yeah, and then they, and then at the police station, um, and then so. Then you have that. So they have this is while they're having the present day John um Reese trying to see if he recognises oh, future yeah. Car Yeah, that's a bit
3: that, that kind of thing that kind of thing kinda of blended in with the last bit to me. Yeah um, I forgot about the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We I did forget that, yeah. And it's like he kinda looks like dad, and then you see dad. And it's like, <laughs> oh, nope. No, no, not not That is absolutely up there with that flaw of saying the <laughs> baby looks like its father and then you look at the baby and it just looks like <laughs> generic fucking baby. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> baby. They they write it into dialogue before they do the casting. <laughs> and then they just cast they just cast generic man in his like I don't know, early forties or whatever. It looks nothing like him. I I almost
2: think that he kind of knew that because I think the guy playing the dad has, has, a, what's that, has a look at that kind of kind of semi confused face to just say, "Really? What?"
1: Yeah. Um,
2: it, it, it almost, he almost looks offended by the by the fact that uh, the there's person. this
1: running thing about like us drawing a straight line on the hand. Yeah. As well, and she says that to him as well. Yeah. And it was said to her by Arnie, and it was said to. uh, kyle by john and things that like that and it's i don't know it's trying to it's trying to build the sort sort of of, some new ideas for the series i suppose or some new little
3: Mm.
1: buzz points to like refer to it doesn't really work yeah um none of this stuff with younger kyle works until right right at the end right at the end where he can tell his younger self that sort of works but trying to seed him into bits of the story it's um I don't know, I've got a bit of a Twelve Monkeys vibe from it from it actually. Hmm. But it worked way better. It worked way better in that when he saw his younger self. Or he saw his older self as a young boy. I wonder
0: if that well, was a bit of a 12 monkeys nod.
1: Twelve actually. Monkeys, the film, I mean, I haven't seen the TV series. Uh anyone listening who hasn't seen it, um, because again, we, we forget um the relative age of listeners and stuff like that. Twelve Monkeys is a nineteen ninety-six film with Bruce Willis.
0: Such control.
1: Um uh, Madeline Stowe.
0: Terry uh, Gilliam directed
1: Brad, it. A young Brad Pitt directed by. Sorry. Terry Gilliam. Terry, Terry Gilliam, Gilliam, amazing film. It Check as it out. Well. It's really, really good. It's really good, um, and it, it it is about someone coming back from the past to learn about a virus which wiped out most of humanity. But he's not being sent back to stop it. He's being sent back to learn about it. Um, but he keeps having visions of this guy being shot at an airport. But every time you see the vision, the vision changes. It's like the subjectiveness of memory. It's a brilliant film. I've not seen it in 20 years. I've got to see it again. It's really good. Um, But this idea of different versions or different um, ages of the same character, you know, having been in the same space at the same time and things like that. But of course, it's only in this loop of time because it was post-apocalyptic when Kyle, that version of Kyle was that age. So, what do we go from here? We keep si- we keep getting references to the countdown as well to to um, Genesis. We th- when they arrived, it was a day or two, mm. um, and we see it when it's like I don't know, a, a, a few hours and things like that. Um, doesn't John change this? Doesn't he actually get the mechanism quicker?
2: Yeah, he starts to sort of up the. Mm. thing. Because he's um, obviously he's got involved with the with, he, he, with Genesis because it's uh, Dyson's son, isn't it? And Dyson
1: that, himself, yeah. I, Oh, I fucking groaned at that. I did groan at that. Because the yeah, like, main bit, man at mm. now is Danny Dyson. And I thought hey, we, saw, <laughs> Not Danny Dyer. we saw them refer to Danny as their kid in the second one. So it's the son of Miles who's carried on and completed his work just 20 years later. He's has supp- learned. It's kind of yeah, well there is that. There is that I suppose. Um but no no he he won't no because T hang on T2 didn't happen.
0: No, hold on a minute. <laughs>
1: that argument is invalid. T2 didn't happen. Um so okay. a, a why is it not his dad? Because his dad would probably be still working age at that point, but also it's just I don't know. It's a. It's a. It's almost like a Back to the Future joke, you Does know. Where it, Gold, always...
2: Mayor Goldie, yeah, oh,
1: okay. and, and, yeah and it's, it's always cool. doing the like the horses, then the cars, and yeah. everybody fits into the same thing. Sorry, Charlie. No,
3: according to IMDb, because uh, sorry, I'm, uh, Wikipedia, because I didn't pick this up in the film. Um, Miles is in it, so and Miles is the CDO. And Danny is the the so uh, the president.
1: That's not Cybiden. so. That's not so bad then. That's not so bad. Um, I yeah. just it just seemed like that name check. because yeah, appa-
3: apparently Courtney B Vance plays Mars Dyson, but I can't for the life of me remember I where. No, it nor, was do I.
1: In film. nor do I. I don't at all. But there you go. Um
3: yeah Um, and i would i would
1: recognize that actor as well yeah um i don't remember seeing him at all okay whatever it's um it it doesn't really matter but it just seemed like another thing in a film that wasn't impressing me but actually it's not so bad if he his son might well go into the same sort of thing and be at the same company that's not that rare okay um Where do we go from there, folks? Uh,
2: so yeah, so basically, there's um, the John Connor Terminator shows up and uh, and tries to kill everyone. And there's a basically sort of a a police station. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so so Connor gets young Carlis out there, and that's where you have the sort of you know, remember in in a straight line. Um, and what else so then they all sort of meet up at a helicopter
1: right
2: and that's that's where you get so they're they're on the on the way to um Genesis headquarters so basically Cyberdyne yes
3: yeah Yeah. so they they nick a helicopter from the police station because because um JK Simmons helps them yeah and then John Connor nicks a helicopter as well and it turns to Airwolf.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's how it works. It's like a parking lot full of helicopters. Just nab your own. Yeah.
3: somewhere <laughs> uh, right. And the, the, I thought, it was quite, it was quite good. If implausible, where he kind of found, pulled it off sideways, you misses, um,
1: <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, then kind of, that's totally implausible. I've tried it.
3: And then, and then, kind of let it fall down, and then, yeah, it's not, it's not plausible in the slightest. But it, it looked quite good on the, uh, on the film.
2: And then there's the cha-
1: and then Arnie
2: does the "I'll be back." Yeah, jumps out a helicopter.
1: So we're at the stage of the film where he's start going to start getting like badly damaged.
3: Yeah, because that was another big trailer moment, wasn't
1: it? It was. They threw all this stuff in the trailer. Uh, the trailer, the, the, you, you knew the film film was in trouble, and more importantly, you knew the film wasn't very good. Um, trailers are cut by outside um, companies, uh, but. I, th- I think they must get a brief because it's it's noticeable in bad films. They'll give away something really, really major.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, and it does seem that like last dash, last gasp, um, you know, go at it. So I don't know. Um, yeah, the last last gasp, go at getting an audience in um, by saying, well, like, look what we show and all that right. sort of thing. But there you go, um yeah, uh what after that then
2: uh well, basically sort of they they break into uh cyberdyne and um yeah, basically, you have the whole thing they try and, they try to set up to blow it up, you have uh you know, hologram Matt, uh, Matt Smith trying and stop him, yeah, and you know you got you know Jai Courtney trying to shoot a hologram and um. Yeah, you, you have the kind of, you know, John manages to sort of get sort of pin down the Sarah Connor, but, you know, um, she can't reach the detonator. So she orders Arnie to do it, but he can't do it because it'll terminate her. And well, he like, he can't override his objective. So they try oh, yeah. to get um, uh, Carl Reese to do it. And then... Uh, yeah, there's just a fight, really. That's it. Brilliant. <laughs> He's sort of reaching the end of it now, because it's it's pretty much just like, yeah, it's just like it's the end oh, of it.
1: just a fucking action and
3: shit. Yeah, because John, John destroys the detonator.
1: And then... This has happened in every film from three hours. <laughs> I can't there's remember been a was... section of the film I can't remember. I watched I this this morning. Yeah. I watched it this morning, and I cannot remember any of the final battle. Well, there's not much to remember, really. I mean, except you know... except when Arnie comes back in like undamaged again, because like the T one thousand has fucking upgraded him or something. Well,
2: what? they they get into the you know the the central sort of time machine uh, time machine thing. Yeah, the power they,
3: they trap him in the the, the field, yeah. in the the. Because as they say, about five times in the film, the field is work, the field generator is working, but nothing else. Yeah. So then he just
2: gets stuck in that and explodes. It's, it's a good job there's no janitors working in that place, wasn't it? Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and then, um, well, no what? No janitors, did you say? Yeah. Yeah. Particularly if it was Hong Kong Phooey, because he'd kick the shit out of all of them, no trouble.
3: And one super guy. And then Arnie becomes a T-1000. That's
1: it. Yeah. Brilliant. That makes sense.
3: <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> a
0: bit I, don't I don't know
1: what anyone wants to say about any of this stuff. It's like, I, I had lost it by then. I can't honestly tell you what happened.
3: I enjoyed it at the time, but now it's just like, what happened? And then there was
1: the stupid... Mid credits. Oh, I haven't done the credits yet. We do get um, the they go to Carl Reese's home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. born young Kyle. Um, and Sarah, she, 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 she they, they're gonna stay together. It seems. Um, and then yeah, the post-credit scenes is they're still, you know, it's it. It, remi- it always reminds me of the Red Dwarf episode Polymorph, where it just turns around and there's a second one
0: it's, it's,
1: like it's that. that it's that it's like we desperately want a sequel um which they never got, so the system core is still there, it's not deployed to anything, so it doesn't not an immediate worry but yeah, and there's a yawn for good measure but <laughs> mm. well, it
0: it's like
1: Hu Ten quite uh, of it's it's for first. It's not too bad it at really all. Is, isn't say, it really is, We've gone past midnight in the past. And then they,
3: and then they play the uh, Terminator theme.
1: Then they play the Terminator theme. I'm going to do final thoughts really, really quickly because I have got a lot to say at all. I think it's... um, I just think it's really... Uh, it's not very well cast. The dialogue's really bad. And some of the plot points are really, really stupid. Uh, it's got a bit more energy than Salvation. Um, it's got a bit more fun to it than Salvation. And I could see it was trying to do something. It just didn't do it very well. I could argue it's the worst in the series, but I had such a poor time with Salvation, I think. I can't just look at it and go, well, Christian Bale, it's got to be a serious, better film. Um, it was really, really poor. But it is one of the weaker entries in the series. I didn't have a great time with it, and I checked out about two-thirds of the way through. That's it from me, really.
2: Yeah, I kind of enjoyed myself, uh, even though it is in that moment, especially the, the last act, as, as I said. It was... it's. You know, it, it it does suffer from a last act-iteness, in which you just sort of go, yeah, this stuff happens and whatever, but for the most part, I think I generally you know, it, it, enjoy it, even though it, it is dumb as fuck. I kind of just go with it. I kind of just think, yeah, it's whatever. Um, uh, it It's not boring. It's basically dying of a day of the Terminator series.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: Mm, I don't... Say it was that bad, but no, it's one of those. I was like, you know, try to enjoy it. All oh, this stuff was all living terminal, unfortunately. As unfortunately. As no. <laughs> start to get the as soon as possible. I don't think it's the day, the <laughs> as bad as of the
1: day. It's not as iconic. <laughs> not as it's iconic. Not as not like legendary. legendary. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. Definitely, that's it. No, so I, I, did, I tried really hard. Although I did, I did prefer it to last to the previous film because it does feel more like a, a Terminator movie. Um. I think the this is gonna sound very shallow but I think the best film best thing this film has going for it um it's just like the, the look of it I think it kind of it has a kind of very polished look to it um well, but so yeah I think character. it was just kind of the kind of the work you know the, um I don't know I, I you know I did, did you know, want to enjoy it I didn't see it upon didn't see it upon release um but yeah I just I just, I just struggled that's all I'm gonna say.
1: Okay, Chris. this is late and it's tired and it's just like I, oh. I, I don't care. Who, Charlie, I've done yours. Yeah, you? I don't really care. Who no, you.
0: Charlie, go for it.
1: I went <laughs> to. Sorry. <Okay. laughs>
3: um, this series is a mess. Um, and yeah, this kind of follows on. Yeah, I mean, when I watched it today, I enjoyed it. It was terrible, but I enjoyed it, and that's all I can say. And I do, I can't really say that about Salvation or Terminator Three or really Dark Fate for that matter. It, but it's not really
2: it, it, it's not boring anyone. is it It just kind
3: of yeah. Get... yeah that's the thing it's not boring per, per se and it, it's just not very good but neither are many of the other ones either so it's just like just let it
1: fucking die yeah we're only defending <sighs> this relatively we're only defending yeah. it relatively yeah. it's really shit yeah It's not
0: and... not ideal
1: it does bother you when it's a series that started with the Terminator and T two. We may have been a bit tougher on T two, but like, yeah, superior sci fi, both of them.
0: Yeah. So when you do, you know, the top, you know, fit, I don't know, top twenty most influential sci fi movies, chances mm. are you will see Terminator one and two, and then and then you watch the top this. five
1: at the you know. Yeah, and then you watch this, and it's logic It's like, wise, oh. it, it's up there with Gustav Graves getting knighted in. <laughs> I suppose
0: it belongs to the same franchise, like, really. And,
1: and getting shorter and fatter. <laughs> or and fatter, sorry. Um, but so I, I,
3: essentially... I do think this this is kind of symptomatic of action films in general, and a lot of franchise films anyway at the moment. I'm just bored to shit with all of it. I mean, Marvel managed to catch my attention for most of it, but and now that's ended for the moment. I'm kind of there on that. I didn't give a fuck about the Fast and the Furious. And just, or anything like that, and just everything that's kind of coming out, um, especially action films, which used to be the thing. It just they're, they're just kind of warmed up shit.
1: Okay. And then you. It, sorry, go on. Sorry.
3: Sorry. And then you watch a film called I don't know if you've, you've seen. It's, I don't know if it's even out in general release. A film called Monos, which is a film in Colombia about child guerrilla soldiers. Um and uh and it's amazing and it's really kind of vicious really and interesting and thoughtful and uh yeah uh, and then you get these and, like so i wrote on twitter earlier that the combined cost of these films is like 820 million dollars
1: mm. well putting that into context the first two only come to about 106 exactly so if, if you knock that off it's like 720 or something for the next four Yeah. And when you think this one is not low budget, you couldn't characterize it as that. But it's not as big budget as the rest. You are averaging like 180, 190 million a time um, without a single idea. I mean, I, I argued strongly about not seeing the future, but if you're going to go to the future, Show go there with some ideas as what what you want to do with it, rather than just show us all the characters, the T eight hundred good night folks. Mm. So that's the problem.
2: It's probably just made by a, you know committee. Essentially, it's just made by a bunch of people who right we need to make money, we need to sort of make a film, right? Okay, what ideas do we have? And someone have will have an idea, and then. People will some will object to an idea, so they ha- they'll have different ideas, and they'll infuse that into that, and what you, what you have is that it would just wickle down into this complete mishmash that doesn't really have anything to it, uh, and that's I think that's what happens with a lot of these big Hollywood productions now. They just, it, it's just a lot of people having their input, and you, you, you wickle down what was actually good about any idea in the first place, or it's weakened because everyone has too much input.
1: It's not something I want to knock Hollywood. It it produces more than enough to justify its own existence. But I think it's it's difficult when you get this many entries in and the original creators are gone. It does then become purely studio product and purely, and you can almost see them working through the beats of an action film. It's why the last third of action films bore me, because their brains switch off and they Mm. throw a load of action on the screen. But it's just another part of the film to them There's no artistry to the action There's no thought put into it half the time It's just, we're going to have an action scene There, and that's it Compare that to someone like Macquarie Who scopes out exactly where it's going to be And works out the beats of it and everything None of that, they just went Let's do something on the bridge um, So I, I, I don't think This is necessarily completely emblematic Of Hollywood, but it's like Some, some of the worst facets of it Certainly Chris have you got anything to add final thoughts
2: Um, no 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 not, not 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 really I mean I've said my final thoughts already but um, it's you know I mean we you all know it's crap I enjoy it but I enjoy this one because it's kind of just batshit and kind of flows flows to flows degree so it's is
1: this the opposite problem to what you had last week do you enjoy it because you don't know very much about it and you can't see all its flaws <laughs>
2: Well, you know, I mean, it's still nice to know
1: stuff, though, isn't it? It is nice to know stuff. I I think that could be a catchphrase that could define a generation. It's nice to know know stuff. stuff? (laughs)
0: To know
1: you nice. In fact, if we ever campaign for public office, that's what we're going to (laughs) use.
0: Gordy for mayor, it's nice to know stuff.
1: President, do you expect us to talk? (laughs) It's nice to know stuff. Fits, fits on a hat, not a red one, though. Do you know you? Nice. No, a blue one. Or a green one. Factus.
0: Or a multicoloured one. Factus. Factoid.
2: Yeah. Um. Give me facts.
0: Give me cold, hard facts. Uh, fun fact number one. Three of this film's actors have appeared in comic movies. Joe Courtney was obviously in the Suicide Squad. Arnie was I to see you at Mr Freeze. And Dickie Simmons was in Spider-Man. Um, fun fact number two. Yeah, he was um, also
1: Commissioner Gordon in Just Justice League.
0: It, yes. Well done <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: A full four minutes of screen time. <laughs> A bit like Very here. important.
0: Yeah. Um, it's one of the ter- few Terminator movies, maybe the only one, where we don't see Arnie's char- well iteration of Arnie's character um, doesn't get killed or self terminates. Um, indeed, previously Terminators have died with terminated or you know you see that line written on the screen. Um, they don't actually say it here. They just kind of describe what it is in quite an elaborate way. Um, Fun fact number three, um, as I mentioned earlier, Amina Clark and director Alan Taylor previously worked together on Game of Thrones, um, also in which Amina Clark's on-screen husband is played by Jason who also took over Arnie's role as Conan the Barbarian in the 2011 version. Um, Fun fact number four, this film marks the second time director Alan Taylor has also worked with Doctor Who, actor obviously Matt Smith, um, obviously directed Christopher Axton as I mentioned previously. Um, Fun fact number five, this film it's quite an international cast. They all have American accents, but a handful of them are only American. Also, you've got Arnie. Amelia Clarke and Matt Smith, both British, Jason Clarke, and Jack Conner, Australian. yip yong whose name I still can't pronounce, is obviously South Korean. And Deo O'Kanee, who plays Dyson's son, um, is Nigerian. So, yeah, a really international caster.
2: That's
0: my five fun facts about this interminable film.
1: That's the fun, folks. Just like bread. <laughs> what, just like
0: facts about bread. Just like bread.
3: <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna I...
0: start up Luke from Goodnight Sweetheart.
1: It's time for Six Degrees of Separation. Right, take it away, I,
3: Charlie.
1: I could, I could have
3: done being really lazy because Game of Thrones could have done it really easily, do um, and uh, Doctor Who as well. Um, with Matt Smith, and um, so
1: I decided to try and at least fit on a different route. I remember um, that Game of Thrones episode where they all like, took turns on Lilo Leal. <laughs> <laughs>
3: she's she's a tat. <attacked. laughs> <Go on. laughs> um, anyway, so, right, um, J.K. Simmons was in a film called Extreme Measures.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, with Hugh Grant. I've seen that. Hugh Grant and Gene Hack? No, is, is it that Gene Hack?
3: Uh, Anthony Hopkins?
1: Yeah, he's a doctor in it. Yes, yeah,
3: is it where they're, where they're killing homeless people?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. It's around the same... It, it, yeah. It's around the same time as he got his dick sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm um, not during any of the scenes of the film. Don't worry, don't worry about that. Oh, phew.
0: Excuse
3: me, we're we trying to solve imp- a case and all hear is her slurping. <laughs> we just <laughs> Oh what a what a yeah. If a man wants to get his dick sucked, he should be allowed to. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, yes. Yeah. So Hugh Grant was in Bridget Jones's diary. And also in Bridget's Diary Bridget Jones' diary was on a blackman. Um, who, as you all know, uh, was for in Goldfinger. Um, And she was in Goldfinger with Gert Fru, who was also in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with Kenneth Waller. And Kenneth Waller was the granddad in bread. Peace off. Well
1: done.
0: (laughs) That's what he said, by the way. That is quite impressive. See, I'm going to miss this as well. I just, I can't wait to do that again.
1: Well, just wait till we try and link beneath the Planet of the Apes to Family Fortunes. It's <laughs> gonna happen.
0: It's gonna happen.
1: That's gonna be harder with this game show. Yeah, not it? Yeah. way, Bob uh, Bob Muncus was in like some Carry On films and that. So as long it as he wasn't Bob... most of
3: them, wasn't he? He was
0: in some he'd... of them. Quite
1: of prolific weeks.
3: career. So. Didn't Family Fortunes have like a different name in family America? Feud. Family, Feud. family Feud.
2: So you yeah. could the so link Family Fortunes with like Happy Gilmore because of Bob Barker. You, you can. Know. How about
0: that? Or was, yeah. it was it Bob
1: Barker? Was it Bob
2: Barker? I don't know. I no, he did Prices right. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. In
0: which case, no, you can't.
3: There you go. It was hosted by but, Richard Dawson, who yeah, was in running The man. Running Man with Arnie.
1: Yeah. There, there
0: we
1: are. I remember that. I'll have to, um, yeah. We might do soaps or something anyway, but it's not definitely game shows. We'll figure it out, but we'll do something else.
0: Classic TV shows yeah. from the past.
1: Every week, Charlie, will be having to link major films to Ken Barlow. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Wasn't... From Planet of the Apes to Ken Barlow, in six easy steps.
1: Yeah. Um he's
3: been in... <laughs> Ken, Ken Barlow's son was um
1: was Charles Swain. Yeah. Linus. Yeah. Yeah. So they yeah, can be done. Well, that not proved it. Anyway, we've got a couple of questions. The first one is from Ken. He asks uh he just asked if any of us skipped this in the cinema. He's just saying he's not seen it from start to finish.
0: I didn't uh-huh. see it either. I only saw it especially for the show.
2: I didn't
1: see it in the cinema. I saw it. I saw it twice in the cinema. Right. So Chris and I saw it. Chris saw it twice. Charlie never watched it at all. It always won. Becker and Becca watched it later. So we, we basically, between the four of us, we bought three tickets. I think,
3: before, <laughs> I think before Dark Fate, T3 was the last one I saw in the
1: cinema. Right. I think I've seen them.
0: Before Dark Fate, Town 2 was the last one I
1: saw in the I mean, with the exception of the first one, because of my age, I've seen them all.
3: Yeah, but you you, you saw Terminator 2, didn't you? You saw like a, a, a did. recent uh, Sharon. Yeah,
0: I saw yeah. it on the um, when they reissued one and two back to back.
1: Yeah, especially. Um, the second question I've I've already answered because uh, <laughs> Lloyd Nance has asked how do Dave Chris and Charlie stay so handsome, uh, and I've just replied with a picture of some, a plate of bourbon biscuits. So <laughs> th- th- that that's <laughs> my. <laughs>
3: That's, that, that's nice. my secret. I want some popcorns now. That's really nice. <laughs> Style tips. We see also the news is uh, speaking of um, sequel reboots, what have you? Um, Bill Murray is confirmed to be in the new Ghostbusters. Ooh! Ooh!
1: Ooh! Uh, Ooh. I, I have patron. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, uh, it's going to be in it, is he? Ooh! <laughs> in, it, in it. Ooh! Do did, did they want him? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have to say Ghostbusters did not follow me into adulthood. I might see it, but mm. I'm not really that bothered, to be honest.
3: You ain't afraid of no ghost? I know
1: the
3: original one, but the second one
1: was just... That's what made me laugh with the two, 2016 one, when every, everyone replied like it had been all home runs to date, and the second one's really bad. Yeah. But they, mind you, the 2016 one isn't good. But, um, yeah... I
3: think I like the, the first one. a because, I mean, because I thought it was a kid anyway, but I mean, outside of nostalgia, it's in that run that kind of Harold Ramis and, and Co. had with stuff like Stripes and things like that. And, I liked Stripes. And well, all, no, way, liked all this kind of, it was, it was kind of a less risque version of all those films like Animal House and things like that that came around that time anyway. And it was only because it was... Obviously, for a more general audience, that they dropped it, but this obviously it still had a ghost giving some giving Dan Aykroyd a blow job, So
2: that was cut out, though, wasn't it?
3: Well, only
1: or, on TV. Oh, oh,
2: no, yeah, was it wasn't. No, wasn't it used in two? Was it used in the second one? I'm not too sure now. No, it's in the first one. Is it definitely the first one? Yeah. yeah. Charlie it...
1: knows his Charlie knows his blow jobs, don't you? It...
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it, it must have been something that was been a longer scene that got cut down or something like that.
3: It's, it's in the montage after they become yeah. famous.
1: Is at the end of that montage.
2: Yeah. I don't remember it at all. But appa- I mean, I believe it, but I don't remember it. Apparently, according to um, um, Dan Aykroyd, that actually did happen to, to him at some point. Like he said, uh, there's one point where Ghost actually got in, got into his bed
1: and sucked him off.
2: Well, no, it didn't suck him off. <laughs> But it it, it snuggled it up to him. He was like kind of go, uh what do I do? And he just sort of went, Alright, well, okay
1: there you are of all the scenes in the film to be cut down, I wouldn't want that one to be cut down. <laughs> it just looks like a finish really fast.
2: Yeah, but
3: where where would it go? I mean if, if, they're, if they're supposed to be floating spirits. Get into bed, did it lift the covers up? <laughs> did it have a hot water bottle?
1: <laughs> yeah. Did it put, Did it insi- Did it insist on watching Howard's Way? <laughs> I'm I'm sceptical. I have to say.
3: Of his, his teas made in the morning?
1: Yeah. Um, we have made reference to what's coming next only because what's coming next is something we've recorded already. But before we say that, uh, social media—you can find me at the Pasty 1976.
2: Yeah, you can find me at Simtronics uh, on Twitter. You can also find all the podcasts on simtronics.co.uk. We are available on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple, and Google.
3: Charlie, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Drone,
0: And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Do you expect us to talk? If you want, you can drop us an email, gmail.com
1: Yeah. So, want to go? which we've already done, but you haven't <laughs> heard it, folks, which means, Becca.
0: We have reached the end of our Terminator series. As do you expect, Top Girl will return. As we already have done? This is where it gets a bit more one. No, we return it. <laughs> we return again. <laughs> but no, Do you expect Top Girl return with our review of Terminator? Dark Fate.